If you're sick of the mainstream sports outlets, well, so was I. So I started my own show. I'm Shane Larson, and this is the Game Time Guru. It's different than other talk shows. I'm providing a panoramic view on sports so you can see them through a different lens. So buckle up and let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome out to episode 101 of the Game Time Guru Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Larson. Today, I am coming at you with a topic that has been coming up throughout the last week, and it's my opportunity to talk to you guys about my thoughts on the matter. Um, One of the reasons that I don't have an interview again this week, I'm sorry for that, is because I had a cold. It's been a tough couple of weeks for me. I've got three of them lined up for next week, though, so hopefully by next Friday, we'll be able to come to you with a with an interview with somebody's amazing story. That being said, today I wanted to talk to you guys about some stuff happening in the, the NBA world as well as the NFL, and then I'm going to go into my topic. So first things first, if you're new to the show, welcome aboard. I'm happy to have you here. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. So if you're on an iPhone or any Apple product, make sure you go to the podcast app that's already preloaded onto the phone or the device. And uh, find the Game Time Guru and hit subscribe. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can go back and listen to any of the other episodes you you may have missed before. And then you get uh, notifications every time the new episodes come forward. Uh, and if you're on an Android, Google Play Music is easy to find. Spotify, YouTube, uh, any any podcast platform, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and anything else that you can think of, uh, we're there. So that's the uh, that's the first thing that I wanted to do as far as housekeeping items. Now. Guys, in the NBA world, basketball world, right, we're, we're looking at the playoffs coming up really soon. Uh, this is the exciting part of basketball because we have the March Madness tournament coming up for college basketball, and the playoffs are just around the corner for the NBA. It, it looks like at this point, uh, majority of the people are already con- kind of uh, coming to terms with the fact that LeBron James is not going to be in the playoffs, and that's going to be the first time in over a decade that LeBron James is not going to be in the playoffs, which means we are not going to see LeBron James in the NBA Finals. And you can say what you want about LeBron James. Uh, we can say, you know, we, we may not like his style of play. We may not like some things that he does, but as far as the way that like the, the the legacy he's leaving and you know what we're used to we're used to seeing him in the finals and he's not going to be there so as a lebron james fan if you want to go back and listen to one of my episodes about that it's it's why i love lebron james i did my own episode quite a ways back about a year ago um you'll hear the reasons why i love lebron but at the same time while i love lebron james i still am excited uh, for this change in the nba at least for this season because when he left the east the Eastern Conference opened wide, like it just opened up. Like everybody's playing hard, and and you got the Bucks, and you've got the Raptors, and the Celtics, and the Sixers, and even the Pacers. Unfortunately, Oladipo got hurt though, and so I don't really see them going deep into the playoff run. But you've got these teams that are all competing, and they can all compete with one another. They're all good, um, and the Nets even with uh, D'Angelo coming up. Um, playing good basketball. It's just exciting to see somebody else that can compete out of the Eastern Conference. And then obviously in the West, there's some more teams that can compete with the Warriors. Now, granted, I think the Warriors will still make it out of the, the West. I, it's just fun, though, because you got a little bit – some new faces, and it seems like it's a new era. It's a shift, uh, changing of the guard when it comes to the elitists in the basketball world. So one thing that uh, – I'm excited for is the NBA playoffs. It's it's exciting when you have new faces. It reminds me of when Shaq left the Lakers um, after their run with Kobe, and they won three championships. Um, they 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 had their run, 
it reminded me of that time though when Shaq left and uh you know went to the heat and then he won another championship over there um it's just crazy like it it's crazy to see you know the change and it's exciting to see the change i remember when Shaq left the lakers and he was over there and it was just it opened up the nba for more people more teams to compete and it just felt like it was wide open it wasn't like oh the lakers are just gonna run through it again and it just was a change in the mindset and so that's kind of what i'm feeling like is happening here during this season moving over to the uh nfl side of things guys we're talking about the cleveland browns today so in the nfl Cleveland is making moves. And what I wanted to say here was, you know, after after looking at it for quite a while, it's insane the impact that a quarterback can have on a franchise, if you know what I mean. Um, the impact a quarterback can have on a franchise because they saw that Baker Mayfield is an elite quarterback. They saw that he's ready to play. He's there to play. Um, and he can actually take that team to the next level. So with that being said, when the when the organization has confidence in the, the leader of the team, they then have the confidence uh, to start making moves. And they have made some amazing moves this offseason. The NFL offseason is exciting. We've seen quite a few teams land some, some big players. But the Cleveland Browns have made some moves. Not only just, you know, the Odell Beckham signing, um, the trade, I should say, was huge for that reason right he's obviously a weapon that's going to be utilized and baker and him are going to have some amazing games it's going to it's going to be hard to defend them um because they've got some some talent on the the outside the other issue is though is that they're they're bringing in some defensive talent they're bringing in like a solid defensive front uh to to hold their team in the game and um i will not i will i would be surprised if the cleveland browns did not win 10 or 11 games next year i expect to see them in the playoffs and it's so crazy to say that about the Cleveland Browns, but it's insane like how much difference you see the excitement in the city uh, around the team, around the organization, compared to just two years ago and all the years prior. It's just crazy how a quarterback can change the whole dynamic of a franchise. So props to Baker Mayfield. Um, hopefully we see the Browns make a move this year there's going to be a lot of drama in the locker room though i'm ex- i'm excited to see what they do but it's going to be tough like they're going to really need to draw on their veteran leadership and baker mayfield's going to probably go through some tough times um you you've got you know hunt on the roster you've got odell beckham on the roster um, and you've got just a lot of mixed personalities a lot of uh, personalities that are exciting um but if something goes bad and, and we all know that it's never it's never all grand right there's always going to be some struggles that you go through and that's when you know, we've seen in the past that Odell Beckham has, has kind of lost it a little bit, uh, lost his emotions on the sidelines, and, and it's caused locker room issues. Well, we also know how Baker Mayfield handles certain things, too, and he, he's, he's certainly, you know, it's part of the reason I like him, but he rubs people the wrong way sometimes with the way he acts and the way he conducts himself um, with interviews and, and whatnot. So we'll see if those personalities clash when the time comes, um, if, it, if it gets rough, but we'll see. I mean, maybe they'll they'll – Maybe they'll be able to, to handle it all, and it's going to be exciting to watch. So I'm excited for the Cleveland Browns. Now, as far as March Madness, guys, I don't know. I, people have asked me a couple times, like, who do you got going into the tournament in March Madness? I really do not know who's going to win. I don't have a favorite. I, I would like to say North Carolina. 
Um, I've been watching them a little bit. I think that they're you know athletic enough, but you never know when it comes to March Madness who is actually going to make it, uh, make the run. There's so many teams out there that match up well with one another, so it just really depends on how the bracket's set up and how teams play. Um, and I know that's such a stupid answer, but it is hard this year, by judging by what I've seen, it is so hard this year to pick somebody that I truly feel is going to be consistent throughout the entire tournament to win every game and essentially win the championship. People want to say Duke. Well, Duke has some limitations. They, they don't shoot the ball well from the outside. Um, they haven't been consistent from the three-point line. They've got some of the best players in the country that will be going to the NBA next year, and they're going to be great and have great pro careers, I'm sure. But they struggle from the outside, and if you catch a team that can shoot from the outside and you can't, and you're playing catch-up ball, but you can't shoot from the outside, then uh, you have, you're going to struggle. And so that's the only reason I'm not going to say Duke outright is because I really think that they might meet their match if somebody can shoot from the outside and, and stick with them on the scoring side of things. So March Madness is going to be exciting, though. I, I can't wait for it. Uh, it's, my, it's like the best time of the year for sports fans that are you know watch basketball because you know it's just a lot of basketball in a short span, and it's, just, it, it's exciting to watch. The main topic that I wanted to talk about today, though, guys, is something that happened um, in the basketball world, and it's something that happens quite a bit, and I'm guilty of it myself, and it's regarding fans, fans versus players. And recently, Russell Westbrook was you know, caught in a little bit of a, a spat with a Utah Jazz fan. Russell Westbrook claimed that the Utah Jazz fan was saying some derogatory statements towards him. Um, Russell Westbrook was caught on tape you know, yelling back. Um, towards the man and the man's wife. Uh, and what ended up coming up, uh, coming out about it was the man was banned from the, the jazz stadium. So he's no longer allowed to go to jazz basketball games. Um, and Russell Westbrook was fined 25 grand. So everyone's like, okay, it's over. Like, cool. But now some of the players are sticking up for Westbrook, right? Some of the players like Raymond Felton came out saying, you know, sticking up for him. Like, when are we going to start protecting the players? And I had to think about this long and hard because my my past is not a good one when it comes to sports. Uh, the things I've said to players, uh, both as a fan and as a player, in the heat of competition, I've said some pretty messed up things. And I, I really had to take a long look at some stuff this last week because when this came up, I started thinking about like all the, you know, all the confrontations you have with fans. Like you, you see them, and that's the whole point of a fan, right? Like when when you go to a game as a fan, you're expected to make it as difficult as possible. Get in the other team's head as much as you possibly can to, to essentially be a sixth man if you're at a basketball game or a 12th man at a football game. You want to make it hard for the other team to concentrate and for their best players to you know essentially compete at the highest level. So that's the point of being a fan, right? You, wanna, you want to be that person that helps your team win. You want to feel like you're part of the victory. That's part of having home field or home court advantage, right? But where do we draw the line? Um, and I, I kind of want your guys' insight on this as well. Like, where do we draw the line as fans? You know, like, are you should you be allowed to just say whatever you want? I don't think so. Um, and this is including myself. Like, we've got to be able to, to, to monitor what fans are saying. And the security at these games, you know, they have to be able to take a, a step. Because when you're at a game, um, it's, a, it's an intense game. You've got fans all around you. You've got players that are out on the field and especially when you're really close to the, the court or close to the field and the players can actually hear you I've there's been times where I've gone back and forth with players and there's been times where I've seen other people go back and forth with players and I've I've gone back and forth with different fans from different fan bases as well and it can get pretty nasty the things that are said and it's it just doesn't create like while I thought it was fun because it's a competitive environment I can see why players are uncomfortable 
because players are held to such a high standard, right? They're making the big bucks. Um, they're making the, the bucks. They're, they're the, the entertainment factor. They have all the expectations and, and responsibility to conduct themselves in a professional manner. So they can't really come back without getting, you know, like Russell Westbrook comes back and he finally had, you know, lost it. So he starts saying something back to the fan uh, and the fan's wife and he's, he's fined $25,000, now, to them, it's not that's not a lot of money, right? We always say, oh, well, they're making millions, so that doesn't matter. But think about it for yourself for a second. If I were to be fined $25,000 today, that would be a substantial hit to my income, right? That'd be a substantial hit to my income, um, and that would affect my family. It would affect my wife, my little, my little guy. Um, that would affect us if we were fined $25,000 simply for standing up for ourselves. And so what I think as fans, I had to do a little bit of a – a little like a little check on myself, right? We need to make sure that we have standards that we don't, you know, cross the line too high, um, too far, I should say. Because you can go to a game and you can get in somebody's head and say this and this and this, but I think where it crosses the line is when you start making either racial comments or uh, derogatory statements towards you know them or their family or their past if they have one. Uh, because it, it gets personal and that's where we need to make sure and, I, and my suggestion here in, the, in this topic that I'm bringing up today is the difference between competitive and personal and that's like when you go to work and, and you have your coworkers and stuff you have your professional work and you can joke around professionally but the second you start making it personal it's when it becomes disrespectful so you have to make it you have to de- decipher, you know, between being competitive and, you know, being in the game and making statements towards somebody and, you know, talking about their, their actual game of the sport they're playing. Like, what's their skill set? Make sure they, you know, you can get in their head. Oh, you you can't make your free throws. Da, 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 da. You can say something like that. But when you start making statements towards their, their family or their race and everything, um, I think that's when you cross the line because players can't really defend themselves. But there's going to be a time if we don't watch it because it's getting worse and worse and worse where maybe a, a Russell Westbrook or a, a figure like like himself that's a little bit higher up as far as his uh, status in the NBA. He's a really high, well-known player, um, highly competitive athlete. There's going to be a time where they, they do finally defend themselves and, they, and someone's crossed the line so far that we see somebody go into the stands. Uh, we don't want the malice in the palace that happened in Indiana to happen again. But I see that actually happening if people continue to, to, to say things with no filter. And again, I have to do a little check on myself as well because I've been known to say some messed up stuff, not, even, not only as a fan but as a player in, in the heat of competition. So it's something that I think we all should think about. Like, what do you guys think? Do you, do you, do you think that fans need to have a filter? Um, and do you think that there needs to be more security at the, at the games? And do, we, do you think that the, the players should be protected a little bit more in regards to what fans can say my 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 thoughts are yes on all of those we need to we need to have standards because you you can't just say whatever the heck you want to a a player and expect no consequences whatsoever expect a player not to come back at you um and i think it's not fair for the players it's not fair for the 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 surrounding fans that are at the games and uh it's just not fair all around so as fans of the game, as fans of sports, those are, who are listening to this show, remember that the next time you're at a game, let's all try to be better. Uh, make sure that we, we set those standards and we try to set the example uh, for those around us. Yes, it's good to be competitive. You want to be the sixth man in basketball. You want to be the, the 12th man in the football game to, to make it hot, hard for the other team to win, create that home court or home field advantage 
for your team. Um, but there are certain lines that you can't cross and that's including myself. I need to make sure that I'm better at that. So that's what I wanted to bring up today. If you guys have any, you know, comments on that or anything to, to say in regards to what we just talked about today, hit me up on Facebook, hit me up on Instagram, comment on the threads. Let's get some discussions flowing. If you haven't already followed me on the social media platforms, please do so. Um, I try to interact with all of the fans that are, you know, making comments on, on all of my posts. Um, and we're trying to grow this thing. So interact with me, uh, come talk with me and, uh, yeah, we'll keep this thing going. So guys, I appreciate you tuning in and you know, the drill we'll talk to you next week. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.